It's the morning after the Creative Light Festival finished and I'm lying on the shore. It's like seven o'clock in the morning and I've just come down here to light the sauna. We had a sauna down by the loch side um, for everybody to go in after swimming, which has been a real treat. I'm actually thinking that I'd quite like one in my house. I'm wondering how we can build a sauna. Basically, I came down here at uh, 6.30 and we have very calm water and a row of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine ducks lying sleeping just right in front of me. And it's just so lovely. I don't think I've seen ducks sleep like this right in front of me before. And they're not moving. There's one or two waking up and making a noise and tootling off, but the rest of them are sort of huddled up and fast asleep. The sun will be coming up shortly, but there's something really nice about being up before the sun comes up and in that, that darkness of day because there's a stillness and you hear a lot of the sounds more and everything is just more pronounced. I suppose because the world's quieter so the nature sounds are more prominent. So as I was lying here filming the ducks, I just thought that I would start recording this podcast about the festival because it's been such a whirlwind. Everybody's going home today and there's always this feeling of, I don't know, it's like everybody's been so, so close with each other. And I feel that too. So I was struggle on the last day of a, a retreat that has made people feel very close. I feel that as well. So... I'm always really aware to surround myself with people for the next day because it can be hard coming away from something like this and to be suddenly alone um, away from that environment that's just been so uplifting. And I'm happy to say that everybody, I think, has felt like it has been an uplifting environment and there's been a lot of opening up, a lot of support, a lot of kindness. And that's what the ethos of this festival was for me that's the sort of fundamental behind it I built it around the idea of supporting each other and uplifting others I gave everybody a card at the beginning and it said a rising tide lifts all boats the concept being that we need to support other people and when we do we all get better and it fulfills us in a way that you can't possibly imagine and you can't do in other in any other way so I think sometimes in photography it can be quite a competitive place and I'd like to change that and I think I think we did that this weekend I don't believe that competitiveness gets us anywhere and I truly and wholeheartedly want to see everybody who comes to work with me and to be part of these retreats so the concepts that we were delving into were like the why behind your photography finding yourself finding out how you feel inspired so what are the circumstances in which you feel inspired for your work and that is a fundamental because we can't create without that first feeling inspired and that came from a chapter in Sean Tucker's Meaning of the Making book called Breathe which is completely relevant to to this and I have spent years looking at how I can create a set of circumstances in which I start to feel that inspiration coming to me, that freedom, that space, whatever we want to call it, and that clarity of mind to be creative. And and I know that now and I just go, right, okay, this is what I need if I want to be creative. So I'm going to go off and do that. And for me, it's getting up early, down by the water, going for a swim and clearing that head. So that sort of subconscious 
creative brain can be accessed. So just taking that breather, taking that space is so, so important. I've got so much to say about this past three days and I have literally not thought about what I was going to say at all. Often when I record these solo episodes, I write some thoughts down about what I wanted to say and so it sort of guides me and informs me. But today I have literally just sat here Everything's been so busy. I've sat down here and I've gone, actually, I feel like speaking now. (laughs) So what I thought I would do was just have snippets of some of the things that people have said and a couple of little... um, (laughs) A couple of interviews that I managed to grab um, during the few days. I was speaking to Joe Cornish in the car park um, because we were trying to find a quiet space when everybody was around and there just wasn't. So um, we just kind of grabbed a spot and I spoke to Joe and Joe was quite... um, He had quite an effect on me actually because um, I knew this when I invited him here. It's his humility and his openness and willingness to share with others that has just impressed me so much. He just genuinely wants the best for everyone else and he wants to teach and he wants to help everybody and that that is it for me that is uh, that is what I want to be seeing that is what I want to be part of and uh, that is what I want to show others and bring to others so what a gift to have him here and the other speakers uh, some of which we I didn't manage to record the incredible um, masterclasses we had which I was kind of sorry that I wasn't able to bring um, them into the speaking stage because we just didn't have the time or they, they weren't able to stay. Um, but they had some incredible and really powerful things to say. Christina Golian is the kindest, most intelligent and well-informed <laughs> creative coach I, I know and it was, a, it was a real delight to get her up to the festival to lead a session. Um, she is the spark crew on Instagram if you want to have a look at her her work and her thoughts uh, just so in line with myself and so here's a little clip of Christina Golian talking about emotions during her spark your creativity masterclass which was recorded live you know all the emotions are important um, the, the negative ones too, as uncomfortable as they are, we have to go through them. This is just about having more like little daily moments of these things um, in a contextually appropriate way. That's the important bit. Um, there's physiological benefits. It boosts our immune system when we feel more positive emotions. Um, so we're just going to start thinking about how we could bring more of these into the week ahead, which I think you've probably got a really good starting point because you're here for three days of doing things that I'm guessing you're quite excited about because you've signed up to. Um, but really it's the pathway to flourishing mental health is lit by these little brief fleeting moments of positive emotions. And then they've even done like research into specific ones. Um, so when we feel joy, we tend to be more playful. So there's a reason that I asked you what brought you joy when you were a kid. And when we were talking about it, I think we were all kind of feeling it again and feeling each other's. The thing that comes from that is that we kind of feel more playful. And then we moved over to the paint and we got quite playful with it there. It builds skills and bonds when we're feeling that. You know, we're more likely to try something new. We just gave the watercolours a go for the first time, which is brilliant. And then just one is serenity. 
because that's one we maybe don't think of. It's kind of a quieter one, serenity. Um, it tends to come when we're feeling that, we tend to savour and integrate more. So, you know, if you were outside this morning or yesterday, you were perhaps feeling that. I took a, a little chance and I hired in a Kayleigh band for some traditional Scottish dancing. I wasn't convinced it was going to work actually, but a little bit like the surfing that I managed to um, persuade everybody to do in Cornwall recently, I realised that actually um, a Kayleigh dance or going surfing is as valuable to your your um, development as a photographer than going out and shooting because it's this concept of play so I think we 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 get a little bit older and we lose the ability to let go and play a little bit and that is true in creativity as well so once we can start to learn to let go and to play and to experiment and to enjoy we start to move forward a little bit and if we can do that in our lives in different ways as well then that's going to be a real um a real open a real learning curve and um really really valuable so the kaylee was incredible everybody was up dancing and i'd said to the band before oh, maybe it'll just be an hour and then everybody will have had enough and um they ended up <laughs> um with encores and staying till till late at night Ducks are starting to wake up now and make a lot of noise, as you can hear. There's a little bit of traffic coming out on the road. Things are starting to move a bit. Um, I'm going to now speak to Mally Davis and anyone else who I can catch this morning and clip together a few of the highlights of uh, this weekend for you. I caught up with Lisa Paulson and asked her to share the beautiful words that accompany her new artwork release with us. Overlooking the waters, sand dunes and ever-changing skies at Dunnet Bay in Caithness is the much-loved Salmon Bothy. Scattering isolated landscapes throughout Scotland, a Bothy is a small cottage providing refuge. For me, this stone, view, Bothy and artwork all represent a safe haven. A place we can visit to get away from it all. A place where our coat of armour can slowly begin to shed. A place where tiny glimmers of hope, strength, joy and possibility can be nurtured. A place where a light can shine on our brighter days and equally the dark. Because in time, this darkness can bring meaning to the bright. But only once a safe haven is found. This artwork was created using one section of old red sandstone photographed on the shoreline below the Salmon Bothy in Dunnet. I'm standing here with, with Ratty and there's some ducks flying overhead now as the sun's getting a bit higher um, and the world's starting to move a little bit. Now Ratty I've known for a wee while, he's come on a, a couple of courses with me in Scotland and he's the, the loveliest man uh, who really um, embraces everything that we do and I just wanted to gather some, um, gather an idea of how he's enjoyed this past few days. The last few days have just been purely amazing as an opportunity to step away from the chaotic world that we're living in 
and just embraced nature in its purest form, being around like-minded people, sharing experiences, sharing ideas, sharing artistic skills, just so tranquil and peaceful here. And being able to stand here this morning as the morning light just engages on another day of magic, it's just brilliant. We just need more of it. People need to step away and find their own space. Thank you. Thank you, Ratty. So we're sitting in the sauna now. <laughs> Me, Joe and Karine have just been in the water and it's absolutely freezing. So we've got the sauna going and we're sitting here with a lot of steam going on and... Um... <laughs> a lot of steam. <laughs> Karine, what do you, what's changed for you in the last three days? Because a lot's happened, but is, do you feel like a different person? Uh, this weekend there has happened so many things. So many beautiful people, so many openness, connection, sharing, emotions, uh, experiences. It's hard to capture this in one word. Yeah. But if I have to say something, maybe um, that really everybody has that creative spark inside. This weekend I saw people who were afraid to start painting and drawing, but as they started, the most beautiful expressions just yeah. came up. So it was so wonderful to, to see this and being yeah. part of this festival. Yeah, yeah it's like um, people kind of were looking, going, mm, I think I'm, I'm, I'd like, maybe I'd like to do that, but I don't paint. <laughs> and then they would come along to you, and then all of a sudden everybody was sitting there, like, really happily painted. Did you paint? Absolutely, absolutely. I was terrified. Absolutely terrified, and um, it was ju it was just therapeutic. There was absolute permission to make a mess, um, make some crap art. It was enough permission to just start and yeah. don't be afraid of the, the white page. I think was your phrase, Karina. Yeah. You know, as soon as you start, it's um, yeah, it's so absolutely therapeutic and liberating. Did that relate to your photography? Did you see how it relates to progressing as a photographer? Because a lot of people. I think, come along to these things and think, well, I just want to get better as a photographer. And it's quite a difficult concept to, to um, go back a step and then to start to let go and play with other ways of being creative and then realise that that's actually um, influencing your photography. In the journaling class that Chloe talked, because everyone's apologetic, and I will tell you what I've just written, but I'm sorry I'm not you know, I'm a photographer. <laughs> And then everyone had absolute insight and meaningfulness that was that was coming out. And yeah. Chloe's point was, well, you're all creatives. You know, you're all observing things all the time. It's just words or painting is just a slightly different tool yeah. to what you're using. And it was, I think, as photographers, we think we're capturing what's in front of us as opposed to creating. But it's yeah. a realization that you're making your photos because you're seeing a structure or a thing that's yeah. um, <clears throat> meaningful to you as well. Sorry, there's a lot of steam in this. There's quite a lot of steam. For me, it's um, made some dots and connectivity between yeah. all of those tools and mediums of self-expression, which is 
what art is. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And can you just tell me what's changed for you then, Jo? Everything. <laughs> like, well, yeah, not even joking, but met fabulous people. Everyone is so, you know, it's lovely hearing even the presenters talking about their self-doubt, even, desp- you know, despite yes. their success and stuff. Yeah. So, and then seeing everyone yeah. creating such beauty. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to think a lot harder and start using words. Yeah, great. Because um, that really does add a lot to the photography and... I've realised a lot of what I see in my photography isn't necessarily obvious to other people, so mm. I'm going to just spend a lot of time with words, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Chloe's session was incredible, no, wasn't it? I actually didn't stay, I started it. And I know Chloe really well, and she was powerful with her opening. And then I kind of realised I wasn't in the right place to be able to stay yesterday. So I, I kind of knew that that was just the right thing for me at the time. I knew it was the right thing for you all to be there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, these people need to be there. This is going to really change a lot for them. So You're a very wise woman. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that compliment. Thank you. But it's, if I can just add something. Yeah. But it's, it's been such a an holistic experience yeah. as well. And I'd love to doing the art and yeah. I was absolutely terrified and I just feel like it's something I could do. I might even hang my own pictures on my own fridge. Yes. No on your fridge. <laughs> and with Christina's first session as well, oh, the yeah. spark and creativity and loved doing the collage yeah. as yeah. well. So it's just it's just been such a rich experience. It just feels like there's a lot of opportunity in ahead. Yeah. Fantastic. Well I think we'll leave it there because um, Mally's now flying a drone. So it's getting really <laughs> hot in this sauna. And um, you're going to hear my stomach rumbling in a minute as well because we're in some breakfast time. <laughs> so um, we'll leave it there for now. Thank you, Joe and Karine. So that's all from this year's festival. I have opened bookings for the next two years. And next year we are at Broughton Sanctuary which has been an incredible opportunity to be able to use the historic Broughton Hall and its retreat houses on its uh, estate. And we will have the, the run of the estate and uh, well-being suite as well. And uh, lots of woodlands. We have Simon Baxter and Joe Cornish joining us and some others to be confirmed. So please do go to the website Creative Light and uh, book your place. And I've also released uh, 2025, um, knowing that it's a little bit of a bigger ask to get to Harris for the festival in 2025. However, we are almost uh, approaching being sold out already. So please, um, yeah, if, you, if you're thinking about coming, um, just get your place booked and uh, get the accommodation booked because there's real limited accommodation in Harris. The, the festival in 2025 is going to be a bit more community based and I'll be using local artists and photographers and local businesses as well so it's bringing together the people of Harris uh, uh, as well and, and Harris as an island um, so it'll be an exciting year we'll see you on the next episode take care for now